No, I think Breakthrough TV gives bad, bad, bad broadcasting a good name. You're listening to Con Air Radio. Stop whining. It's about to begin. <laughs> Howdy ho, guys and gals. This is Smash Tower with Con Air Radio. We are at day two. Day two of Game On Expo. It's a fantastic day. It's kind of hot outside, but we are in the shade of a really big apartment apartment building. Uh, And I am going to uh, let my companion, my guest, introduce himself uh, because it's his second con. Yep, second and uh, let us know what you know your name, uh, basically what you do, because of course we don't do video. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, my name is Benjamin Scott. Uh, I go by Injectance Mob as an artist. Um, Injectance Mob is actually kind of a concept for us as well. Um, it is my artist's loan name, but it is you know Mob as well. So. Um, it's more of a, we're starting kind of a collective with that. Um, but onto what I do a little bit more is um, I do a lot of abstract art and I do a lot of spray paint artwork. Uh, a lot of the stuff that you see the street guys doing where they make. Where they right make, there. Right it's there. good. Right. <laughs> so a lot of where the street guys are, where they make the, um, the planetary scenes or the cityscape scenes, things like that. I do a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, and then on the abstract side, it's uh, a lot of color work, um, different things like that, just to kind of put out my expression of what I see the world as. Um, so yeah, that's basically the the artwork in general. Um, it, it's a cool stuff, uh, and I love the. I I looked at the the cityscape one. Uh, Kristen showed me uh, yesterday where she was turning it upside down, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. here's your black buildings, here's your white buildings. I'm just yeah, put that on a spinning thing, and I would probably have fun in the, like. It would be an cr- interesting piece of art on the wall if you could have it attached to a spinner. Right, right. So that every time you go <laughs> kind of walk into the house, you can turn it the other way. So people, that, when they come in, going, wait. Wasn't that... Uh... Didn't, 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 <laughs> wasn't that a different... <laughs> you know, just so you can have them yeah. even guessing. Right. Uh, and I love that kind of stuff. And I definitely like um, the galaxy of the universe stuff because uh, it, it is phenomenal. And you and I were talking about it, how I actually it's comparing to what we're actually seeing from the, the James yeah, Webb. Yeah, with the James Webb, yeah. And I'm sitting there going, you know, it's funny how the the artwork that... And now, we've seen this kind of artwork before mm-hmm. a long time ago, but it didn't... I, I've always chalked it up as kind of like it's fantasy. It's you right. know it's science fiction, but now we're actually seeing the real life galaxy, and it's like wow, this is not far off. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird how art imitates life, imitates art type of deal. Right. You know, when you 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 think of our imaginations, and then you know how much of our imaginations are actually footprinted in the universe. You know, right. It's, it's interesting to wonder where we either got it or. It got itself, you know. Right, in, in and, and aspect. There's, it, there's and one that I haven't really seen yet the, done in, in art is that they showed a picture of the I think they called it the Horsehead Nebula. Yeah. And because you can actually see kind of like an image of a of a, a horse's head in right. it, and that's what I would love to see one of these days is someone take that same kind of image and kind of do like a a slight trace 
to where you could just see, uh, it'll lighten it up enough to where you can just see that horse's head. That would take some wonderful can control, that's for sure. But, you know, um, it's in, and in like doing things like nebula and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, finding the shape again, that would take can, can control to do the horse's head, but you know, still, like you said, finding that shape so that people can actually see what you, you know, what, what you see, what you're looking for, yeah, right, yeah, mm-hmm. what you're seeing in it. So that's um yeah i'd love to be able to recreate like that as well and you know i hope that some of my stuff like with the new uh james webb images um i hope that some of my stuff actually depicts a little bit of what's out there too because it'd be kind of neat to see that my imagination really saw something that was true true and 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 the cool thing about it is is, as big as the universe actually is you can almost basically saying hey i know there's something like this out there right (laughs) right yeah if i can think of it in here chances are there's already somewhere yeah (laughs) i think that's kind of like the human anomaly you know there's so much dna and so many people that there's so many mixes you know that every once in a while you're gonna see something that is absolutely familiar yeah and it, it's phenomenal to, to see that kind of stuff, and it, and it's really kind of cool with your artwork is, is that you mix it up a lot. Yeah. Um, so you have uh, your spray paint style that right. you do, and then you have the acrylics that you do, and then I mean on a few of them you've actually mixed them together. Yeah. To yeah. where you do a little bit of both. So, uh, where do you get that inspiration? Um, a lot of that comes from just trying different things. Really, um, you know, as an artist, you know, there's there's so many things you can do you know you've got the realistic artists you've got the semi-realistic artists you've got the anime you've got the cartoonists you know different things like that and in abstract it's more of a look of you know what i'm trying to tell you i see Mm -hmm. so a lot of it is you know movement and um contrasts so what i try to do is find things like that so in spray paint i can get so much movement but it only goes so far because it's spray paint i can't do drags and things like that that i could do with say a paintbrush or a knife right it's hard to do that straight line (laughs) right right so in order to find where i want the movement to go sometimes i have to switch mediums so i can make the contrast movement to the first movement that i made on the page so if i have billowy clouds say underneath and i want to do a tape off Um, which is where I I just kind of cover certain areas with different lengths of tape and then paint over top of that again and then pull all that tape. If I want a contrast to it, I have to figure out a way to make the contrast. So a lot of times that's finding different mediums to put on there to create the new contrast. Um, Sometimes it's easier to work with. Sometimes it's harder. Well, and I, with some of those, as we were using, for example, the Horsehead Nebula, um, I'd almost love to see a... um, now it'd be kind of hard to do with with uh, spray paint, but um, a, a cloud series. Mm-hmm. And as I was saying earlier, just do that faint line to the image that you're trying to capture. You know, when people are laying under the sky and they're looking up and they're going, "Oh, do you see the dragon? Do you see right. this? Do you see that?" I, I would almost love to see someone um, do the clouds and every cloud series have a, a different image just slightly in there right, right. to where you can it stands out just enough that you're yep. going, I see it, I, I see it. I was um, thinking about that and how cool it would be to make it to where if you moved left to right across the image it would change. Oh, so yeah. So you yeah. only see it, say, dead on. But if you're skewed to the left of hair, you might see you know, just what looks like clouds. 
Right. But you kind of walk across it, and it brings the image in, and then you keep walking, and the image fades just like it does in the clouds. Right. And so you see a puppy's face, but to one side, and if the person's sitting three feet to the right of you, they may not see that same image. Right. You know, so that would be cool to capture that as well, you know, um, because... That would you know, be interesting to see. But it's so paint. flat. <laughs> the work I have to do with the spray paint is so flat, but that would give it more of a, a depth to it, you know. And so that's something that I've been kind of working on is captured imagery in different spots. Like uh, if you look at the cities, the captured imagery I use there is like a, instead of using straight lines to cut in the buildings, I dance the lines around a little bit. Uh -huh. So that way, from a distance, it looks like the building's kind of, you know, they're kind of moving and shaking like it's a nightlife going on. Right. Or like it's that early morning bustle coming up if it's more of a morning-looking scene, you know. And now, I did see um, a, an Asian artwork one time where it's, <clears throat> he painted the bottom of a, um, well, like a bowl or a tray. Mm -hmm. And then laid in acrylic. Okay. And then painted another layer and another layer and eventually when he had done he he, he ended up with uh, um, a 3d koi i've seen that one yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he does and, it in um uh epoxy yeah epoxy yes, not, yes, not yes, acrylic. It, well not it's acrylic, acrylic epoxy but, yeah. but yes yes you, um yeah i've seen that and that's awesome and now, see that's the big body and then all of a sudden he's you know working on the scales in the next layer and then he's working on the the back and the dorsals and right. all that and yeah that's, see that's along that line right, so if we right. could do that with a cloud and then just put another layer in there and then because right. it's the same thing when you're when you're looking at it dead on mm -hmm. it just looks like a it 2d flat, right. a 2d picture but once you kind of angle it you're like oh wow i can see the whole sides the fins the whole works right right yeah and then yeah there's it's always cool to see how people adjust their artwork yeah i mean you've got people that are standard you know i i paint portraits blah 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 and then that's it Right. But then you've got people to do, I don't want to do a portrait, I want to do a character. So right. now you've got someone who's using their imagination of how um, maybe, and, and I, don't, I don't want to use this question, but it almost sounds offensive, their concept of you, because yeah. that is, it is that what they see. It's that impression. Yeah. Right. Characters are always, or caricatures so right. are always like that artist's impression of what you are. So they always draw you with... You know, the, the big, big eyes, head, the, the big, big forehead, you know, the little body. And then you usually, you know, if they look at you and you look sporty, they'll put you in some sporting event. Right, uh, right. If you're wearing a football shirt, they'll put you in a football event, you know, things like that. So, yeah, it's really that depiction of life, you know, and, and, it's, and what it's, they see it as. It's amazing on how, how one person turns out one way and I, they can do characters like that. And boom, it's it's their everlasting thing. But I think uh, a lot of those same people, they get so used to doing it like that, yeah. they can't make it look normal. Right. <laughs> like, right. I, I can't do that. Well, <laughs> that's the same way. Like, I try to do, like, the Bob Ross style right. work as well. I love, you know, doing things like mountainscapes and trees and all that kind of stuff. But then I also, you know, do everything in layered work. It's not the easiest thing to do, especially with acrylic, because things mud up real fast. Right. With acrylic, especially, you know, colors will and mud it's up. And it's not together. something you can go back and fix. Right. <laughs> so, you know, so that's one of the things that, you know, you try to overcome and adapt and hope to, you know, hope to break free of. Yeah, because you've got you to see that vision yeah. all the way before you even get close to right. getting it in there because you're layering it. Yep. 
So they, yeah, so some of it, you know, and some of it, you have to have the patience to continue to see the vision while it's doing what it's doing. Um, in the spray paint work, there's a patience I have to have to let things either dry or not dry. Right. And then that all has to change depending on my environment. In acrylic, there's sometimes I have to let entire pieces dry for a day or two because that paint will move if I put something else on top of it. So if I want to keep a specific aspect and still be able to work on top of it, I have to you know, have that patience to let that part dry, keep the vision in my head of what that painting's going to look like, and then go back to it. You know, that just would like be the, the multimedias. Sometimes I'll let that sit with tape on it for a week and then go, you know, I just saw three things of spray paint or three, three colors of acrylic that I just got recently that would look awesome on that. And I, they look like they'd move in the direction I'm looking for. So then, you know, then I'll go back to it. So, Yeah, that would be, I think, the, the hardest part for me is because is you step away. I think the, right. the only way I could do any kind of artwork like that was if I don't lay it all out and do it all at one time, right. that... that that picture that the concept is just going to be lost Lord in my mind and in, with my ADD I'm surprised I keep all that you know <laughs> maybe that's part of why I'm able to keep all that you know is, is because of that ADD you know you can, you <laughs> you know? Compartment, you can still find a way to compartment it <coughs> to where you're going okay I, I, I know I've got to let this dry but at the same time I have to lock that image of my goal right in into it so i know where Maybe i'm the, coming back the hyper at directness <laughs> of it you know keeps me you know where i can bring that portal back up and say okay oh yeah i remember this you know so right yeah. it, it's it, it, it's definitely something that uh, i know i wouldn't have the patience for <laughs> right i i didn't think i would either um it took me a long time to break into actually doing art and then it's going to take me a lot longer to actually break into a spot where i actually feel comfortable with my art here you know, because I don't see what y'all see in it. You know, everybody, you know, the, everybody here is awesome, and they've been telling me how nice it is and all this. And I look at it and can pick out every flaw. Um, and it's not even trying to be humble about it. It's literally I don't see what y'all see in it. I Correct. see a specific that I painted, and I get that. But when people look at it in awe, I, and I haven't looked at it in awe yet, then I'm wondering. So it really, you know, the confidence level of, a, of an artist is, you know, we're always going to hate our art no matter what. Because we're our own worst critics. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, it's really cool, and it's really kind of helping me drive out more a little bit by having these types of shows and listening to the feedback and finally hearing people say, what's in those pictures right you know and not what they think or believe is in there they look at it first time and they're like oh i see you know a lot of movement with a lot of stillness with a lot of this and you're like oh wow you you actually caught that you know so that helps drive it out quite a bit you know yeah there's a when i tried my hand at writing um I had a lot of people tell me, oh, I love this story. It had some simple fact, you know, there was very some simple parts to it, um, which some people disliked. Right. But then there are some things that they're going, oh, I love the, the whole idea, the whole strategy. Um, but I'm sitting there going, yeah, I wrote it like crap. Yeah. It, it was garbage. Yeah. <laughs> it was right. absolutely garbage. I was I, feeling like this that day, you know, and you, you make an excuse to why it's not. I guess to their perfective standard. You know? But at the so the same time, um, I posted it up on Amazon and it shot up to like number twenty seven in sci fi and I'm like, seriously? 
<laughs> exactly. How you did know, that happen? I've sold pieces in here that I literally swore that I hated. Yeah. Um, one of the pieces, and this is funny, um, Christian and I were going through this at the table. One of the pieces that's up there that I feel was a total freshman attempt. You know, and I mean, it's total, a popular like, piece. First time, <laughs> it's I'm about to sell out of it. It's so. it's funny, you know, what we we dislike, but it was our first impression. Right. So it was like one of your first works. I'm going, okay, I was trying this. It didn't kind of turn out that way, but everyone else is seeing past that. Right. You know, I, I wrote a book. Um, I liked the subject. I liked the theme. I didn't like how it was written. Right. But I have tons of people going, when are you going to write the next one? When are right. you going to write the next? Cause I really liked your subject and theme. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you didn't even catch the bullshit writing. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, did you catch the parts where I misspelled things? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I self-edited. I ran this through everybody, all my friends and right. stuff. And some of them still didn't catch this misprinted word. Right, right, <laughs> right. So it, it's so, funny yeah. how people's so, views you know and changed. i hope as an artist you know to keep going i mean obviously keep the humble you know keep the that because that's what drives my art is the fact that i don't see what they see in it and i just like to create right you know and just like with you in writing it doesn't matter if anyone you know it doesn't matter if you come 27th on amazon what matters is that you put it out and let people see and it. people read it right and and so. they they have that go but now of course with the difference with amazon is you put something up there for free a lot of people download it oh, just yeah, for the hell of it become, <laughs> that'll become the coolest thing ever right you so know, yeah but uh yeah I, could be a pile it, it's yeah. it's an it's it is most of mine is a pile of duty right uh, right yeah <laughs> it could be a polished dog turd yeah. you know people will be like oh wow it's free well and i've i have th- <laughs> and i've even thought about making some adjustments going running it through an editor and maybe combine it with a little novella that I wrote with sim, which is a similar storyline. Right, right. Um, and and republish, but uh, yeah, that's that's a whole different ball of wax. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> All right, so we've got your work. We're here at Game On Expo, and as we were saying, this is your second convention. Second convention. Ever. And yeah. now, how are you liking it? Oh, I love it. Um, the interaction with the people is great. They are more along my lines. I mean, I grew up just like they did, playing video games, computers. Um, I actually, I've done construction and um, I, I taught for a while um, uh, computer programming and application building. It's all, so, all absolutely. It's all absolutely you know, out the yeah. window now because you know, as soon as you know anything in programming, it's probably gone. Oh God, <laughs> yeah, it's obsolete in a minute. You know, yeah. but. Uh, you know, so I, I can relate to all of these people. Same thing with, um, you know, Phoenix uh, Fan Fusion. That was an easy one to relate with. You know, I'm, I'm a fan. Right. You know, definitely a fan. So, um, you know, being at these two particular conventions have been really close to the heart. Um, the funnier part is to see which pieces of art actually, so, like yeah, what the, goes and what doesn't at the different conventions because at fan fusion it's a wider berth of people right so all of my art got to look at uh here it seems like a lot of my abstract and it's you know abstract is kind of not a young person's thing right um and i understand and it's not always easy to understand abstract you know um you you may have to know a little bit more about an artist or something to understand where they're coming from on it so my space themes and my cityscapes and all that kind of stuff my spray paint work and being the younger crowd and being that it's spray paint, 
they go it's right in, out the door. It, so, it's you know. been doing well. I yeah. mean, I've, I've been watching in the short time I was there. Right. You sold some of your original pieces, and they weren't prints, so we're talking they were nice pieces. Yeah, yeah. You know, bigger than, and definitely, you can see all the textures of the brush mm-hmm. and, and, and such. So they were some fantastic pieces. Right. So. And that's the nice part about the original to the print, too, is you get features that don't happen in the print like um, on the building scapes that I do uh, if you put an ambient light behind it it'll light up the buildings in the places where I've scraped off so it kind of gives it a secondary effect so you can do a day and night with the picture if you wanted. Um, Those are always interesting. Yeah 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 (laughs) so you know a nice light box and you have two pictures you know again it gives the the person who's buying it a chance to have multiple things to show just like the one that can be hung on any axis right and still looks Roughly the same, you know, um, but you're just looking at flips of a city now. Right. Um, when you put that in your brain, then maybe two axis, but if you don't and you just kind of look at it for what it is, you can flip it on any corner and it'll still look like it's that piece it's of an art. Ab- it's an abstract it. art. You, right. you can find the value in an abstract from almost any angle. Right, right. So, you, I mean, as I said, you could put it on a pivoting thing and just kind of spin it around. And, yeah. and I, I swear if it if it stopped on the flat surface, the horizontal, basically, you're going to get a good view of it. But then, of course, I'd be the one that wants to put it on the angle. Right, Just right. To, to throw people yeah, off. Yeah, on the diamond <laughs> shape, just to throw it out a yeah. little bit. And then, you know, what's funny, too, is um, at... Fan Fusion, we had three days there, um, just like this one. So I had an opportunity there to hang it on almost every axis. Really? And it got different looks each time. Um, some people would walk up, and when it would be hanging with the flat sides up and down, right. you know, parallel to up and down, um, yeah, people would never see the city. They always thought it was a propeller in there, say. Um, and then they'd be like, oh, that's cool. Is the propeller moving or is the picture moving? And then I'd ask them, you know, did you see the cities? And, <laughs> and then like, you turn uh, it on to where you, you have it at a diamond shape in front of them. And all of a sudden, the one city shows up. Then you have to tell them, well, do you see the other city? And you flip it over because I did it in black and white. Right. Um, if you flip it over, you see the other city. So it's like a kind of a day and night in there. So you, you pick up three different aspects from one painting, which is everything I was going for in it, you know, so. You should one of these times do the do the, the black and white cities, um, but do it on an island cloud base and call it um, Asgard cause from go. the movie Thor. Yeah, yeah. That's what they kind of did. They right. come up and here's your mountain, and then they f- go to on the other side of the and mountain, then, yep. and you got the city of Asgard. Right, right. And so you're like, yes, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> so, yeah. all right, so sure. what kind of conventions or what kind of projects do you have coming up? Um, um, the next thing I have coming up, I want to say it's the uh, September 24th and 25th or 25th and 26th is going to be the uh, Sedona Art and Wine Festival. Oh, that'll uh, be good. Sedona Art, Wine, Food. I think it's called. Um, don't remember the name of the venue, but it's if you hear it, you'll recognize it. It's like, you know, I, I, I don't even want to spit anything out to, you know, hurt anyone's feelings. But yeah, then, no, that's not um, it. No. But, yeah, it's one of those. It's it's a Sedona venue, and it's got a very Sedona venue name. Um, <laughs> so, so look up Sedona in September. Right. Yeah, pretty much look up um, Sedona Art and Wine Festival, and you'll find it for sure. Um, and uh, the nice part about that one is um, that's actually the first one I've been invited to uh, without having to really put in anything. Um, 
they kind of saw me at another piece that Kristen was promoting me with. Oh, yeah. And the lady, you know, we, we contact, we ended up having to contact her. And so we did put in our, you know, our thing. Um, we put in our resume and all the photos, and they got back to us right away. And it's a judged panel that has to bring you in. So that was that's what makes it tough, right? Because so, you you've got to you got to please a certain number of those people. And there's <laughs> hundreds of artists like me going up against that. So you know, it's it's nice to see that I stood out a little bit enough. Right. You know, again, that's one of those things that I'm not used to whatsoever so this is all new and um kind of interesting to see you know and, and it'll be interesting to see because this is a different type of crowd for you so oh, you're gonna yeah. have to you're gonna have to th- figure this one out yeah you I might have, have to shave to the beard up a little bit yeah. you know a little more on the abstract side i'm thinking <laughs> you know i don't think they're gonna appreciate the spray paint as much being probably not a, an no. older crowd too you know because they'll recognize it as oh yeah i walked past that guy in las vegas or in the keys or somewhere like that doing you know, the when spray they were on print. vacation doing the spray paint yeah that's so that's what they'll it. instantly associate it with is ooh this is a street artist um, whereas my abstract might you know give them a different side of me and allow them to see that different side of me too so. yeah it'll it'll be interesting it definitely yeah. be an interesting venue for you because it's it's different than the two cons that you're being oh, and in, I'm presuming and it's going to be outside yeah yeah, so, it's yeah. Be, well, up there it should be nice and cool. Hopefully, around September, yeah. Because yeah. uh, that September, that's the end of the monsoon season yeah, too. So, so maybe, yeah. a, maybe a maybe a little let's wet. Hope, let's hope not. <laughs> to, let's hope not. Yeah, you know, I find a lot of artwork doesn't do real well in the rain. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, that's it. You know, and that's funny because doing art here in Arizona, I've learned to kind of adapt to that because acrylics, if they dry out too fast, will crack and it'll oh, really? ruin a whole painting. So you have to, you know, I use different things in my paint to make sure that it doesn't do that. And then I clear coat everything with a, a standard uh, spray paint clear coat. Right. I clear coat everything right away. That way it has no time to breathe on that side. And I do the front and the back of the canvas. So that it locks that painting in. Yeah, it's, good, it seals know. it tight. Right. <laughs> well, so, that's and definitely. With good. this kind of stuff, I mean, even you may think it's dry, over, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> It's always interesting when one of your paintings just goes walking by. I know, right? <laughs> that's always a cool oh, thing. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> there's, there's no better advertisement it than that, right? It stops the breath, right? Yeah, <laughs> You're sitting there going, and there goes one of your pieces. Yep, there goes one of my pieces. That's awesome. And that's an original, too. That's, yep. that's great to see. I, I recognized it. Like, right? There you go. Yep. All right, so, so. Um, if people are going to try to look for you, like on social networking, what do you go by? Um, I it's injectance mob i-n-j-e-c-t-a-n-t-s injectance mob um that's on instagram and then it's also uh, injectance mob dot art is the website so oh, cool and cool. then we're getting i mean all the other social media is getting built now this is all um i've been a technical out there in the public eyes artist for maybe six months now um, but I've been painting for 10 plus years. So. Well, I, I see that you have a, a very skilled um, a handler uh, agent. Yeah, so she's, uh, she's going to be good at that. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. So I am glad that we got this opportunity to sit down and chat about your work. And I'm hoping that we'll have uh, a lot more of your work out there soon. Um, I'm actually hoping to expand my venues to uh, a little bit more of the video. Um, mostly so I can show people people's work. Yeah. 
So, and I might even take a couple of pictures and post them on One Instagram. One thing I can't wait for, too, is some of the outdoor venues will actually allow me to spray while I'm there. While you're there, yeah. Right. So that, that also gives people an opportunity to see see, you know, the work. To see me work and to, to get it done. And then, you know, others have told me that they want me to bring. I, I made a machine for spinning art. Right. But it's more like an adult spinner because it goes really fast and, you know. Those things have a tendency to get a little messy, so you might have to put up a bit of a border around it. That's, that's the big thing. So now I have to build something around it so that, yeah, it doesn't spray paint everywhere. But put it know, in a I box. have fun with yeah. it, but I don't think, you know, Grandma's going to like the money shot of yellow paint all over her chest. And, yeah. You know, that's probably not going to fly. No, so. probably not. Um, well, not in Sedona. Yeah, not in Sedona, <laughs> not right? In Sedona. I mean, maybe some places in L.A. or something. Well, do Second Friday or First Friday in <laughs> yeah. Phoenix. There you go. It's like, yeah. this works great now. Yeah, and maybe those people expect that you know they right. really do so and then you know performing the art for people um like at fan fusion one of the things i did was i sat down and did little 20 minute bob rosses with no brushes just well, anything i can make by hand and so i would do mountain scenes and different things like that with just my fingers and you know paint and whatever i could find that wasn't a brush and so you know people were really interested when i started doing that the second day because I opened my booth a little more and allowed them to walk through it as if I were sitting on the street performing huh? what I do. That so. would be cool. Yeah. And kind of, kind of goes back on the idea of, of uh, original works and how you, um, how each person does them a little differently. And I actually uh, talked to a girl uh, up in Birdie Valley um, about a year or so ago, and she was an um, artist, but mm-hmm. her unique talent was... Um, <laughs> And this, because she had a bunch of it, and she, it happened a lot. She painted in blood. <laughs> she actually, uh, she had evidently had so many issues with like nosebleeds and stuff uh-huh. that she actually got creative. Yeah, and she started doing artwork yeah. with the so blood. Kiss, their first comic book. Right. That's that all in? written in blood. Yep, I yep. remember. Yeah, and, that's and crazy. I, and and I thought that was an interesting style and this girl was very very new so but anyway let's go ahead and wrap it up so we can get back to your booth so that you can start making some money (laughs) so we will uh hopefully catch you again soon sounds good thank you so much man i appreciate everything no problem all right hey guys and gals this is smash tower for conair radio uh my day kind of ended a little earlier than expected I only was lucky enough to get one good interview, um, but I'm super excited about it. It's always fun to meet new people and uh, and to get out there. Um, I also am going to let you know, see, I originally had this interesting plan to where I was going to buy this movie poster um, of a cartoon I used to watch when I was younger, um, anime cartoon. You know, that's I cartoon to me, anime for the new kids. Um, but anyway... <coughs> Um, so I went and bought it and, um, totally forgot it, uh, at home. So there was only one day that the gentleman I wanted to sign it was going to be there and I was going to be there at the same time. And that was today. So I end up at the con and I'm like, okay, here I am. I'm at the con. I don't have my poster. I'm talking to um, some friends, and uh, I look over, and there's no one in his line at this time. And I'm like, oh, my God, let me go check. So I go running over there, and I look down on the prints that he has to autograph, 
and he has an 8x10 print of the cartoon poster that I was going to have him sign. So I'm like, oh my god, that is so cool. And I explained what happened and, and why. And he thought it was cool. But you also have to realize, this was uh, uh, George Nurbon. And he, it, this was his, I think, first voiceover work. Um, this series um, was called Pirates of Darkwater. And um, it only lasted for like two seasons. But anyway, um, it, I watched it when I was younger. And actually, it's one of those interesting things that my one of my bosses also watched it. And we only have a few things in common. <clears throat> so I thought it was exciting. I mean, like, here he is. You know, he watches the same thing I have. And now I have the guy in, in front of me. So he signed the autograph. And it was a good thing that I did because some guys came and stole him almost right away, right after that. So I really didn't have a chance to, to have a really good conversation. I was hoping to even can try to convince him to do a um, an interview for the podcast. But unfortunately, they stole him right away because they were taking him to the um, <coughs> the speaker or the um, mic so that he could announce his panel that was coming up within the next hour or so. So they, he went and go and d went and did that and did their announcement and of course I went back to the friends that I was talking to and uh, I'm I think he came back but he was only back for a short period of time but anyway it, it was entirely fascinating I absolutely loved it so I finally did get the autograph I really wanted there and uh, so now I have it at home I just gotta probably put it in eight by ten frame and find some place here in my uh, podcast studio to, to hang it up. It's always cool to have somebody like that. I enjoy meeting uh, guests that come to these cons, you know, and getting things autographed. I, I don't go balls to the wall uh, out, of the, out of my way for a lot of this stuff, but I always try to get at least one if I can. And uh, he definitely was the, the one that I was shooting for, so I was very excited about it. Now, <coughs> after that... Um, there was actually a lot of activity, um, you know, running around. The place was a madhouse. It was very, very busy, you know. So I was super excited. Um, I felt excited for John and his partner, um, basically, so because the the con was really moving and it was gotten it got very loud. And actually, uh, it was a little too loud in some cases. I was attempting to talk to another friend, and we were, I don't know, 50 or maybe 50 feet away from the stage, the main stage, and some guy got on there, and he started, uh, I guess, rapping a little bit. And it was so loud. Uh, I was virtually less than four feet away from my friend and couldn't hear her talk. So I, I was a little bit upset about that, and, and chances are if I get the opportunity, I'll probably drop uh, John a note about uh, either giving these guys their own separate stage or put up some kind of uh, sound barriers between uh, them and, and the other parts of the uh, convention because uh, I think they needed to be a little quieter. <laughs> but. That's a downside, but, it, you know, I mean, he sounded all right. The rapper guy was all right. And I don't like rap music. I love beat, but I don't like rap music. But 
Anyway, uh, long, story sto- long story short, uh, I got to continue my conversation uh, with my friend, and we um, kind of started to work out a collaboration for coming up for another con coming up. So, uh, fingers crossed. Uh, I made a few inquiries through email uh, earlier, and I'm hoping if that's the case, if everything works out right in mm, uh, about a month or so, uh, or less than a month. Uh, the point being is, is that I'm hoping that I'll have a table. Um, at a convention, and we will be um, podcasting from it, uh, hopefully, the entire weekend. So we will be getting tons and tons of interviews. So if you miss um, all the interviews that we've had in the past, and you miss it when we used to be able to get a lot of them in a short period of time, you got to realize I was by myself. Now that we actually have someone else that's helping, uh, someone else that will be there, I'm going to do my best to fill our itinerary with um, podcasting so that we can really get a lot of good conversations recorded, a lot of interviews. So fingers crossed that this is what's going to happen here coming up. So I'm excited for it. You guys should be excited for it because it will be a blast. Also want to note, um, because of the fact that I was only going to be there on Friday and Saturday, I did not get the opportunity to stop in and talk to some of my favorite cosplayers that were all there. So if you are going to be hearing this um, maybe tonight, I'm hoping to have it edited in, uh, in place so that you guys can all enjoy the interview I did get. Um, also make a change or make a chance if you can to go visit some of our local cosplay people because they are there for you guys. They really want to uh, see you guys and talk to you guys and explain what they do. And um, I got the opportunity to see uh, Ryan Kay, um, but I didn't get a chance to talk to her. And she did play on her rings that she had up there. Now, she is a very skillful, um, gosh, what is it, an acrobatic? No, uh, I, I don't know. I, I call her almost a ring girl. <laughs> In my mind, she's a ring girl because she's a master of that ring. Anyway, um, she was uh, performing a little bit and uh, definitely a cool person to go chat to. Uh, she's got some skills. And then Courtly Lay was there. She was out and about. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Elena Masquerade. So these are local um, cosplayers. You've got to check them out. Also, uh, I want to make sure that everybody uh, hears me that uh, it is kudos to John. Um, This was a fantastic um, expo, Game On Expo. Uh, I love being there. I loved uh, uh, doing the event. I did only get the one um, interview, and I'll have that up for you. Uh, You guys will hear it probably before this. Um, but, uh, it, it was a fantastic event. So, you know, if you guys prepare next year, plan ahead of a game, make sure you got money, make sure you schedule the time off, you put in the request from your boss, you, you know, got your parents permission, you do whatever it takes to be able to come to this event. There's a lot of stuff going on, you know, and 
I don't know if it's something that you want to maybe rent a room, get some friends together, you know, hang out for the entire weekend, stay for the, uh, the, the lake, the closing events, you know, hang out and just go to all the different panels, whatever you need to do. But this is definitely an event that, that is well worth it. So I took the light rail up um, two of the days. Uh, and I mean, I left a little early because you got to realize I was coming from work on some of these. Um, so I was a little bit tired. And then, uh, but, uh, you know, it's, a, it's an excuse for me. You guys plan it out. Be there. This is an awesome event. Uh, and, of course, the opportunity to play classic uh, pinball machines, classic arcade games, um, perform in some of the um, uh, tournaments that they have. They actually had a Tetris tournament going when I first got there, and it looked awesome. I used to be pretty good at Tetris, but I don't think I could ever compete in a, in a tournament. So you know, it's exciting. So uh, there were a lot of cosplayers. I saw a lot of anime. Uh, there were some pretty cool uh, pieces that were being done. So... You know, if you want to do cosplay, there's definitely some cool stuff. There's a masquerade. Sign up. Show off your skills as a cosplayer. You know, you never know. Some of the people that I know are uh, like winners of, of masquerades, and they became so popular because they won so well, or their skills and their crafts were so honed that they were starting to get invited to these conventions. So you never know. It may be your foothold into going into a convention circuit. So, you know, do what you got to do, but get there. This place is awesome, you know. Uh, the lines were not incredibly long to get in. Um, I do wish that maybe there was some kind of a separation that uh, people that already had um, named or badges could go through a different line instead of going through the same line that everyone else does. And I know that people with bags had to be checked. Um, you know, part of me would love to see if there was a way that media people like myself um, could go through a separate line, maybe, you know, the non-bag line, even though we have a bag, but because we're media that we can go through the non-bag line and if someone does a quick check and we go. Because you spend so much time just waiting to get inside. Now, that's no down thing, John. I'm just hoping that maybe somewhere down the road we can squeak a few or tweak a few things because it'd be nice to be able to get through those lines a little quicker. <laughs> so, um, But I'm actually going to call this really short. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, edit together. And I'm hoping that I can have it out for you guys so you guys can enjoy it tonight tonight you know saturday night because i am sneaking away for tomorrow monday and tuesday i'm going up to the high country why am i going to the high country because i like to get out of town on my birthday yes my birthday is coming up in the next couple of days so i'll be heading to the high ground i mean it's not incredibly high i'm going up to prescott so, um, you know, maybe I'll look somebody up that's up in the Prescott area, see if there's uh, anybody doing anything up north. You know, I do have a few friends up there, but you never know. I mean, I'll be happy just sitting, you know, in the hotel if it's raining. 
Um, I'll stick my head out the window and just enjoy the rain. <laughs> so, so from me to you guys, I just want to say enjoy the podcast. Make sure that you follow me on our new Instagram account since Instagram decided to ban me from my old account. So Con Air Radio uh, account is actually no longer accessible. And so I created Con Air 2. So if you follow me in any fashion, switch over to Con Air 2. It is not a hoax. I am. That is me. Send me a message if you need to. Whatever you're hearing me on my podcast tell you, Con Air 2 to get in touch with me. And uh, that way you can see when the new um, uh, um, podcasts are coming out. So uh, hopefully I will post this um, in the next hour or so. So once again, from me to you, we'll see you at the con. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, Bullshit! What a wonderful world. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed.